tale of the tape for this, our main event of the evening. We introduce the champion, Chris, the West Side Strangler Brennan. Let's get it all! What's up, guys? We're here to go over the recap of UFC 294. 294. 294 in Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. Um, crazy amount of fights. This was just like every single fight ended differently than even I like. It was out of the realm of what I thought would happen. Yeah, it was you know very I, weird. Like very it weird. was just it was it was super weird. Let's jump right into. It. Let's talk about Tim and Makayev. So. This whole thing was crazy. Um, I obviously couldn't go to Abu Dhabi because I can't fly technically without being on oxygen since I got sick. So right. Austin went with him, and I was here, and I was Zoom calling with Tim's girlfriend, cornering for the first round. The commission saw her and made her hang up the phone. So I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't. I'm now I'm screaming at my TV with no connection between the two of them. A uh, couple things I feel like would have played differently had i been there um tim sat for a couple guillotines that i would not have let him let go of without getting up you know we use that to either finish or use it to get up you okay. know don't don't just let their head out and then be on top of you um that happened a couple times and then uh <clears throat> the arm triangle you know i saw that about 20 seconds before it happened yeah and uh, all those things aside i had tim winning going in the third round and two judges also had Tim winning going in the third round. This guy played that stupid hand game where he's putting his hand on the ground. Yes. You know, and and Jason Herzog, who, who let me start by saying he's the best ref in the game. Okay? I yep. believe he's the best ref in the game. He, his angle, he stopped the fight to, to look at the knees, you know, where his hand's on the ground. The hands have to be bearing weight. They can't be touching the ground like this. Yeah. You know, yeah. they have to be bearing weight, and they weren't. So they restarted them. Well, the second time, the guy, the guy literally backed up to the fence without being hit, squatted down, yep. and started playing that game. Yep. I mean, Tim is like me. I thought Tim might just actually kick his head off his shoulders while he was down there and take the DQ. But Tim got it. I, I, I would. I mean, they tell you don't play that game because right. if you get kneed in the head, right. it is what it is. It is they tell you that backstage. Right. And so this time, Tim has him in a great spot. He's got him in a front headlock, kneeing him. You know, uh, the guy squatted down yep. without his hands or his or anything on the ground or a knee on the ground. Jason steps in again, separates him. This guy goes to his corner. Tim. You know, Tim is now thinking he's he's been he's wrong, right? He's he's got to figure out a way to do this a different way. This guy now has time to figure out how to get out of the situation he's in. Yes. You know, it it, it changed completely the direction of the fight. And they restarted him. The guy was squatted down. Yep. Well, they restarted him with a knee on the ground. Mm. Well, if his knee wasn't on the ground or Tim would have been fouled, right? So right. he wasn't on the ground. Right. So he started on the knee on the ground, and instantly the guy worked, 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 and then hit that fireman's carry where he launched him from there. Which was sick. Well, at this point in time, Tim's frustrated. Yeah. You know, he's frustrated, and he's trying to fight, 
and he's been interrupted twice. Not Jason's fault because they do look bad, but it's only bad because that freaking rule allows right. you, but it's supposed to not allow you to play that game. Right. And so all that's being said, Tim thought he was down on the cards, mm. so he tried to do something to get up in the third round, and that's how he ended up getting choked. Had he just made it through the round, he won a split decision. He would have won. That's, I'm looking at the scorecards right now. Yeah, and, he would have won a split decision. That's right. Two judges had him. All up. three could have gone the other way in the third round, and he would have won a split decision. Yep. Makayev gets a freaking $50,000 performance bonus for what? You know, being a master of, of playing the, the bullshit game of, you know, touching the ground and, and – it sucked. I was not impressed with the guy. To be honest, I was much more worried about this fight than it was uh, as it was unfolding. I was like, this guy's not good at all. Sure. I'm telling Lucas while we're watching, I'm like, bro, he hasn't landed a punch yep. on the ground. Yep. Tim's beating the crap out of him from the bottom with elbows and punches. Yep. That's why he was up on the cards because he was on the bottom the whole second round. Yes. You know, but he still was ahead on two scorecards because of it. That's right. So I was frustrated, um, very frustrated at the ending, obviously. I was frustrated with the guy, the way the guy was fighting, and I was frustrated at the fact that it got separated, you know, both times, and kind of changed the the direction and the mindset and everything basically at that point in time. I spoke to Jason afterwards, and and he said that he was open to discussing it and whatnot, and he he understands that it did change the, you know, right the fight, right, and uh, but I can't fault him. Because the rule is, if his hand's on the ground, right. bearing weight, it's illegal. If it's not bearing weight, it's not illegal. Well, when it's a live, fast fight, and knees are happening, and knees are happening, and knees are happening, right. and you're trying to look to see if this guy's hands are on the mat. And you're watching four different things at the same right. time. Like the, he, he had to stop it I, yeah. and look you know, in order to know for sure. The problem with that is that screws Tim. You know, majorly. And so I feel the rule needs to be changed. Again, I'm going to tell you, they won't allow knees to the ground, knees to the head on the ground, not for the safety of the fighter, because you can pull his head off the mat and knee his brains, you know, and kick him with your shin. It's because they do not want people playing guard in jiu-jitsu. They do not want them sitting. And if you're stuck getting hit in the head and you can't touch the ground, you are forced to sit or finish your takedown. Mm -hmm. Those are your only two options. Yep. And, and they don't want that. So I promise you that's why there's no knees to the head on the ground. Not for the safety of the fighters. I don't give a shit about the safety of the fighters. Talk about the guillotines that Tim had. It looked like the second one was pretty freaking deep. The second one was also very – the second one was way tighter than the first. Um, I was saying, no, no, no. And then I saw I was like, okay, okay, squeeze, squeeze, <laughs> squeeze. But then I saw that it wasn't. Yep. And now you need to register that. Okay, I don't have it now. Yep. I need to hold on to it long enough to work my way up. Yep. You know, and then whatever. But but his head came out, you know, on both of them and he ended up on bottom. He was at least aggressive and active on the bottom once he was there. So I was happy about that. Tim came into this fight ranked. I'm looking to see here. What was he ranked? 10. So he's going to fall out. Yeah. Um, well, I guess he won't fall out of the top 15, I guess. He won't fall out of the top 15, but it doesn't even matter because they're not fighting him in front of him anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's he's number 10, and they won't give him anybody in front of him. They keep giving people behind him. Everyone they've offered him, Nascimento, uh, 
Victor Altamirano, this guy, like everyone has been behind him. Or I mean, the people you just named, none of them are even ranked. Not ranked. That yeah, none right. Of, yeah, right. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like they're not giving him guys in front of him, they're giving him guys behind him. And I don't I, I'm sure it's because he's got one fight left on his contract now. He's thirty six years old. Yep. He's seven years older than the youngest guy or the oldest guy in the division. You know, uh, but he he showed in this fight, in his last fight. In the Tagira fight before that, like he showed that he's competitive with these guys. He looked good too. He did, man. I was, you know, I don't know if I underestimate Tim or or what, but the more I watch him, the better he looks to me. I'm like, man, he is he is so good. And if this guy's supposed to be so good, right. why is he down two rounds going into the third round? Right. And why is he playing this game with Tim? You know, and all of that. Tim got a takedown easy right off the bat. I wish he wrestled a little bit more, but the guy was smart and. If you know you're going to take me down, I better get the takedown before you, yep. right? Otherwise, you're yep. going to do it again. Yep. And and he was he was able to do that. He just couldn't do anything from the top. Yep. At all. Yeah. There, it, there was a lot of top control, but there was no nothing came of it. There was yeah. no fruit out of zero out of, damage. Zero. Zero damage. And Tim was throwing elbows and punches the whole time. He shot up the fastest triangle ever, you know. Boom! And he locked on a triangle. Yep. Um, Couple details. He was holding here. I prefer to hold here. Okay. Uh, so instead of holding on the, the toe, hold on the yeah. On like the if ankle. my legs are triangled here. Yeah. He's outside holding here. I don't know if you can see my foot or not. Yeah, you can. Holding here. I'm to the inside holding my shin. Yeah. This hand's free to go under the leg or under the arm if you need to to not get picked up. When you get picked up, if you get picked up on a triangle and you're not going to bail, stay hunched, stay crunched, and you'll take it on the back. But you'll be you'll be hunched and not slam your head. Yep. If you if you get picked up on an arm bar, you can go ahead and go that way and belly down because you'll land belly down and probably break their arm. He went that way on a triangle, and that's how he ended up on his neck. Uh, got flash knocked I, out. I was going to say yeah, they, he they mentioned that on the call. I saw it only because I've seen him. I've seen him choked in here. Okay. Unconscious. He okay. doesn't tap to anything, <laughs> and and he came to. F- uh, blinking yeah. the exact same way. He circled out of there. I was like, oh, he's in trouble. He's in trouble. But then, again, to show how how right. unaffected Makayev's top game was, he jumped right back on him and didn't do anything. Yeah. And then Tim got busy again from the bottom. You know, he had a guy hurt, didn't even know he had him hurt, and, and was able to, you know, he just, I don't know, he, he wasn't impressive to me. It was not impressive to me. He definitely wasn't fifty thousand dollars impressive to me. Yeah, the 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 performance bonus was yeah. surprising to me. Um, I did notice. I I chuckled. You know, his his nickname is Awkward MMA. That's his handle. Yeah. And early in the fight, he had one foot up, and was kind oh, of yeah. poking at him. And then he got chopped on the on the planned foot. I started laughing. <laughs> so he's got terrible knees. <laughs> and in the Victor Altamirano fight, his knee had given out ten times in camp, Jeez. maybe fifteen times. Jeez. And he did that a few times, and he told guys, if you knock me down, don't wait for my knee to get better and let me up. Just get on me. Yeah. So he started doing that, and Victor started backing up like, what the heck? And Laura Sanko goes, they don't teach stuff like that in your regular MMA gym. And Michael Bisbee goes, and they shouldn't. (laughs) It was so classic because that's Tim, man. Yeah. And he did it in this one, and he chopped his leg, and I was like, Clearly, that guy saw him do it in the last fight, yeah. and thought to himself, "I'll chop his leg if he does that." Absolutely, you know? and he did. But uh, yeah, it was it was a good fight. I was just I'm very bitter because it was Tim, 
and it was one of my guys yep. and I felt like I could have helped but at the same time I was frustrated more about the way the guy was playing the game yeah. and being allowed to play the game and, and and it ended up giving him a W that 100% sh shouldn't and what I feel like should have happened on on Jason's part and I don't know if he could have or couldn't have because they give you the speech backstage about you need to you can't play the game I'll let you get need I feel like after the first one, seeing him do it, he should have said, listen, if you play that game... I'm letting it go. I'm going to let it go, yep. and you're going to get kneed in the head. Yep. And then he would not have been able to do it again. It is what it is. It was, again, in the middle of a fight, and, and I will always say, and I told Jason this, he is, in my opinion, the best referee in the game and, and has the best calls in the game um, regularly, whether... And I don't think this was a bad call. I think this is a bad rule that he he he's, had to he had to do something about it in yep. order to see. Otherwise, what if they were illegal and he was letting Tim knee him in the head? Yeah, and and you know it didn't get stopped. And now we've got a DQ on Tim's part because it didn't get stopped. You know, Jason's in a bad situation and he has to negotiate and and manage manage risk the best he can and given the the parameters that's the best thing 100 i agree uh, tough so hopefully we we get one more local i know yeah. he asked for one somewhere in the united states and he asked for his quick because he's not injured at all okay and uh hopefully we get something and and finish out this contract and see what they do with him awesome well obviously pulling for him Johnny Walker, Magomed Ankalaev. Uh, this one stopped three minutes and 13 seconds in round number one. Uh, Walker, it's, it's deemed as he could not continue. It was deemed a no contest because of an illegal knee, I believe. Right. Similar situation. He was a grounded fighter. Um, so if you're a grounded right. fighter, that's how you should be grounded. Your knee should be on the ground. Yep. You know what I mean? If there's no knees to the head on the ground, your hands shouldn't be part of it. Your knee should be on the ground. Yep. Okay. And that was, that was that, clearly illegal. And it was a solid knee. Yeah. That was, that was a big time. Knee. Well, and then they deemed it an, an accidental knee to the head. It wasn't an accident. <laughs> like, you don't accidentally knee the guy in the head. You're right. You know, and especially with him down on his knee. You knew. Yep. You, yeah, I don't know. That was a bad one. Um, but the DQ, uh, the the waving off of the fight in and of itself, I'm, I'm sure you've gone back and heard some of the, the yeah, audio. Yeah, so the doctor asked him where he was. Yep. And he said in the desert. And, which is factually correct. It is, it is correct. <laughs> I guess he also asked what round it was. Okay. And he didn't answer. And he asked him something else and he didn't answer. I don't know. I couldn't hear everything clear. Yeah. I, I think the referee should have been over there with the doctor. Yeah. I think that, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Bad call should have been a DQ. Uh, if, it, if it's a no contest, it is what it is. That would end yeah. up being no contest. Yep. It is what it is. Dana got in there. So so one thing that happened is Johnny Walker put his hands on referee. You cannot I, put your I hands was, on the referee I was blown, ever. Blown so away I imagine he gets fined. Um, I imagine something happens for that. Um, he, he definitely shoved the referee. So much that another referee was instantly in, another referee was instantly in, and then Dana White was in there. Yep. And then once he's in there, it's like, okay, bro, basically you're looking at getting fired if you don't knock it off. You know, and he kept trying to, to run around. And these guys don't understand, like, not to take anything, anything away from the referees. Jason Herzog is a, a stud. I think he's a black belt in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. 
But these guys was it Rigliotto? Was was it Dan Rigliotto? Was that the? I have to go no, back. And see if no, I can no, no, okay. no. Um, I think I'll Dan would have pushed him back. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. But but these guys are elite professional fighters in fight mode, in fight zone, ready to kill somebody. Yeah. You can't put your hands on a referee. Yeah. You know, and then another other ref come in, and everyone's trying to calm it down. But that guy, you know, you can't you can't escalate it to that because look what it almost turned into. You know, it, it and that could have got ugly real fast. It, it, it looked like it was leaning that it way was. for a little bit. I mean, I you see Johnny Walker, and and the way that I saw Johnny Walker behave, it made me think he really was concussed. Me too. Me because too. he wasn't thinking rational. He's I agree. trying the, the the cage was full, and yeah. he's trying to maneuver t and start throwing strikes at Magomed again. I'm like, what? And then they announced the winner. And Magomed goes like this and punches him in the chest and kind of shoves him. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, Wouldn't why are you escalating it again? It already calmed down. Stop yeah, it. Yeah. Um, I, I was, yeah, I was really surprised that it got waved off as quick as it did. The same doctor who said the fight was over is the same doctor that was in there earlier when, uh, I forget the guy's name, got kneed in the nuts. Yeah. And he told the guy he wasn't hurt. He told the guy, you're not hurt. It's, you're, you're okay. You're not hurt. This is the dude that had an MRI on his junk because he yes, got right. Correct. What, what's his name? I, don't, I forget. But I, I, he's out of California. Uh, tough guy. Tough guy. And, and so frustrating for sure. But th that fight, you know, it definitely should have been either a DQ or no contest. And I guess there's no contest and they're going to run it back. So that works out. Yeah. So Dana in the post-fight conference said we're going to make it right. Right. Does make it right mean run it back? Does make it right say, hey, we're gonna we're gonna pay you both? At, like uh, they'll both get their their show money for sure. Okay. Um, but like if someone's on a flat rate, they'll get their whole purse. Okay. But 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 uh, they're gonna run it back for sure. I, I'm positive that's, that's gonna what that be meant. an interesting fight. I hope I hope Johnny Walker. Yeah. You know, like at that point, I, I got he started chopping up his leg, started eating up his leg right off the bat. Yeah. And then he's like, nope, let's let's go over here. Yep. And <laughs> put you on the fence and slow you down a little bit. Um, I will say Magomed Akulayev looks strong. Yeah, he is strong. He's an animal. We talked about that guy, I don't know, f second, third fight in the UFC. Yeah. And I was like, he's a monster. Like, he was very, he's very good and great striking, great grappling. He's a, he's a tough guy. Right. Okay, Daniel uh, Movetti. Is that the ref? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not okay. a guy that... Wants to be pushed by Johnny Walker. No, no, I wouldn't think so. Komain, Usman, and uh, um, Hamzat, Hamzat Chimaev. Yeah. Um, I was. Hamzat, Hamzat's an animal. He's a beast. But to 10 8 Kamaru Usman in the first round shocked me. And I said this when I was watching it, and somebody else said it. If that's a five-round fight, I, oh, I think Usman runs away with it. And th the end of three, four, and five, easy. I, yeah, I had it a draw to be honest. I had him losing ten eight, and I had him winning the next two rounds. I think that Hamza runs out of gas, and every fight that goes longer than his his initial burst, you know. Yep. Um, I feel like it's not if you get someone's back early, and body triangle. I feel like it's not hard to get a 10-8 round, right? It is, it's not easy to escape that position. And if you're good there, it's not hard to keep it. So 
by the judges' criteria these days, if you dominate someone for the entire round and land some damage, it's yeah. a 10-8 round. Ten, yep. So it was a 10-8 round right off the bat as soon as he got him there. Um, but what happened at the beginning? What did I say needed to happen at the beginning, and what happened at the beginning? You said that somebody needed to be aggressive and... And, and get a takedown right quick. off the bat. Yep. Otherwise, they're going to get into the striking thing, and then a takedown's going to come easy to somebody. Well, he came out, made it happen right off the bat, so that you now know I can take you down. Right. You know? Even if they got back to the feet, Usman's going to strike a little bit more hesitant yep. just because, you know, the takedown is there, and now you know he can take you down. Um, once the, once the uh, round ended and, and he started, he came back and won the second round. Yep. And then I, I, thought he, I thought he had won the third round as well. I could rewatch it again if he didn't, but that's why I had it a draw. If you, if you, 10, eight, you, get, if you lose a round 10-8 and you, you win, win two rounds, two. That's, that's a draw. You know, in a, in a three-round fight. I think Usman was winning the third round up until about two minutes. And then there was a point where he got taken down again. And I'm not saying that Usman didn't lose it, but I think that it introduced doubt at that yeah. point. It's um, possible. But what was super interesting to me is kind of the, the other side of what you were saying. Once Usman, I think it was late in the second beginning of the third, once Usman realized that he could stuff the takedown because um, Chemayev had emptied his gas tank, his takedowns were not effective. Right. That's when Usman started teeing off on him, right. and you started throwing. You saw him throw with a lot more, a lot more like he didn't have the concern for the takedown because he knew he could stop it. Right? Can you imagine Sean Strickland surviving two rounds with Hamzat, and then Hamzat having to strike for three rounds with Strickland? Yeah, Strickland wins three you know rounds. I mean? to two. If he can survive a round and a half, yep. You know, two rounds. That guy's tired. Strickland has cardio forever and ever and ever yep. and ever. Yep. So that guy now is going to have to strike. Can't wrestle when he's exhausted. Strickland has good takedown defense. Strickland has good ground. Yeah. You know, he. I'm sure it's not Hamzat's level, but if he can survive and not take too much damage. Just like Usman did. Yes. I, I think, you know, I think he, uh, I think by the time it gets back to the feet at some point in the second or the rest of the fight from the third on, I think he's in trouble. I'm not saying he can survive, but if he can, he's in trouble. I, in my mind, when I think of the size of Strickland and the size of Hamzat, it feels like Hamzat is going to tower over Strickland. And I don't know if that's just a mental thing. I haven't seen he's him not. side by side. No, Strickland not. must be way bigger in, than what I picture Strickland's him being. Strickland's a big 85er, and Hamzat is not a big 85er. He just was at 70, you know, two years ago, a year and a half, two years ago. Um, he's a big guy, but he's not a big 85er. I saw a picture of him with Phil Rowe. Um, I don't know if you know who Phil Rowe is, but not. he's in the UFC as well. Okay. Um, and they're not. He posted it on something the other day. And uh, he looked either much bigger or at least the same size. I don't know where it was. Might have been on uh, Facebook and not Instagram, but let's see if I can show you. Um, as a side note while you're looking for that, so this is interesting. I'm looking at the uh, the middleweight rankings, 
And I don't even see Hamzat Chemaev in the rankings, which I know is a typo because he was ranked. I, I think he's ranked pretty high. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking at welterweight. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I was looking. That, that's why I couldn't see him. Um, so I guess so. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That's the same weight class. Okay. Yeah. You know, he's not that big. He's good size, but he's right. not he's not giant. So this was a middleweight fight, right? This was an eighty five fight. Yep. But both of them, Chemaev and Usman, typically fight at seventy. Right. Chemaev's no longer at 70. He missed by nine pounds that one time he fought when he was supposed to fight Nate or Nick Diaz. Yeah. Nate Diaz. I forget which one. And uh, end up fighting Kevin Holland. Yeah. Well, from that point on, he's 85er. So they've, it's interesting because on UFC's website, they've still got him as the fourth-ranked welterweight. Yeah. Um, so they, they haven't moved him over yet, according to the website, right. at least. So that moves everybody up one. Yep. Um. What do you think of uh, Paolo Costa being in the crowd for that fight? I, I thought that was um, maybe not the best move. Uh, obviously, it didn't turn out good for him because of what happened, but right. the fact that he pulled out of a fight and then is in the audience for Why that fight. Why did he fight, pull out? A uh, staff infection, oh, I guess. Yeah. I heard it was, I think that's what it was. Um, but, like, if you, to me, it's like, man, if you can't show for the fight, don't, don't come watch. Like, right. that's a bad look, man. Right. You're obviously okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, agree. I mean I agree. and then to, and i don't know the specifics on but you know he got he, there were there were hands thrown in, in the some, crowd in the yeah crowd. dana got, said something about someone jumped over the yeah the thing to come after him and he goes we've never had someone uh, a fan go jump over to come fighter. after a fighter why <laughs> like kind of especially that one like that guy's gonna throw down for sure you know yeah that was why, weird. why in the world you would do that i don't know um so well it'll be interesting to see so can you, I, Strick, you have Strickland pulled up? Uh, I can pull him up. What do you want to know? Just like who's his last five, six fights? Oh, let me see if I can pull that. that that'll take me a second to get there. Um, I don't I don't have I'm just trying to remember who they all are. And besides getting beat by uh, Pereira. Um, let me see. To, I can pull him up real quick here. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually curious to see what's what his... Uh, Let's see here, Strickland. You gotta give me a keyboard for this so I'm not typing with my fingers. Alright. So Sean Strickland, um, obviously Izzy, um, Abbas Magomedov. Or Magomedov, yep. And then Nasreen Imamov lost to Cannoneer, lost to Alex Pereira, beat Jack. Hermanson, how did he beat? How did he lose to Cannoneer? Split decision. Uh. But I mean, he's he's only his pro record is twenty five and four. I think is what it twenty. I'm sorry, twenty eight and five. So, um, but he and it's it's crazy because he went on kind of a, a, a rough a rough losing streak with Andy Varela, and then Alex Pereira, and then Jared Cannoneer. Those are his three recent losses. When you go back, um, you're going back into to 2018 to get his other losses. One of them to which was um, a nine and one Kamaru Usman at the time. So, hmm. um, well, 
Interesting. It'll be interesting to see that fight. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see what Sean Strickland can do. Um, you know, Izzy's a striker. We know that. It was a striker versus striker. But when you get somebody that might be a little more well not that's a different kind of fighter than Izzy. I'll right. say that. Um, yeah. That's going to be a really unique challenge for Sean Strickland. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So. It'll be nice to see. Main event, this did not last long. Um, much to my chagrin, I was super sad. I, it's not that I don't like Makachev. I think he's a solid fighter. But um, to see the fight end the way that it did, head kick, um, I'm gonna see if I can get the the actual time on it, but it it did not last did not last long. Um, initial thoughts on? Man, I was bummed. I was super bummed. Um, when you check a head kick, we've talked about this before. Your hand is here, and your hand is here. Okay. Yep. Yep. This hand should be against your head. Shouldn't yep. be out here. We're gonna get smacked in the face. Yep. You know, it should be against your head. And this one's here to, to track the leg, and this one's here to eat the forearm up here, okay? His hand was here. He did the right defense, just low. And the kick went here, and then off the top of his head. And, uh, you know, I know that everyone says they were happy that it happened in the first round because then they couldn't make the excuse for it being a camp. But what are the things that I tell you get dialed in in a camp? Timing. Yep. Okay. Timing, speed, sparring. Yeah. You know, fight all pace. of that. Yes. All of that comes in a fight camp. So not just your conditioning. It, it doesn't, you don't have to be tired, you know, to lose a fight because of not being in a camp. You know, uh, the timing and the speed and the accuracy and everything gets you, you you get all that from your speed training your sparring your you know all of that stuff your mitt work your all of that stuff and he didn't get any of that stuff yep you know so not to make an excuse but i'm just saying everyone that says that they're glad it didn't happen in the championship rounds so he couldn't make the excuse bro there's an excuse there you know you don't need to use it he doesn't need to use it but you get those things in a fight camp and he didn't have any of that so he looked soft, you know. He looked he looked pretty soft to me, and uh, you know his head kick the the check was off. But it is what it is, you know. It's I was bummed. I was I was gutted listening to his post fight interview. Yeah, watching him break down. Yeah, man, he is oh. a he is a fighter, you yeah. know. And he was talking about how how he gets when he's not in camp, you know, and he needs to be busy and he needs them to get him a fight right away. Yeah, you know. It's important for for some fighters, you know. They're for for some guys, they can't sit idle for long, yeah. and and he sounded like he's one of them. So hopefully he gets something. Um, he was asking for for uh, who's in line for his his title? Is it Taporia? Forty five. Oh yeah, uh, he's asking for Taporia in January. I'd like to see him take a little bit longer since he got you know knocked out, TKO'd. But we'll see. Um, Taporia is not a easy fight that's a that's a tough guy um but so was yair and he just pieced up yair i saw a buddy of mine who's a doctor sent me a really interesting breakdown from a physiological medical standpoint of of the head kick it was super interesting i'll, I'll send it to you one of the things that you see when you look at in slow motion is you know that kicks coming to the right side he's got his right hand up 
and you see him duck, move to his right and duck down a couple inches. And had he not ducked down, it probably would have hit him right in the hands. Yeah. But I also know when you train Muay Thai, they teach you lean into those a little bit. If you're going to get kicked, yeah. lean into it a little I, bit. I lean into it. He came down in case it was to the body. Yes. You know, in hindsight. Take know. the body. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in hindsight, he should have ate that body kick. But, but I mean, you say that, but if it hits your liver, then, right. you know, then. Shuts you off anyway. Yeah. It's the off button. A, <laughs> um. Yeah, so, you know, it is what it is. He's going to go back, do his thing at 45, and, you know, maybe work his way back to being confident enough to get back to 55 and, and give it a run. But it won't be easy to get a fight with Islam again. Um, but if he if he gets enough done at 45 and tries to jump back up there, it might happen. You said about a year ago when Islam fought Oliveira, for the belt you said if islam wins if wins and grabs the belt he's going to be holding on to that for a, for while. a while right you, I, I i distinctly remember that yeah i'm looking at it now and i'd like to see what gaichi can do against him i think that's an interesting fight i think that's well actually i'd rather see that than Oliveira, to be honest but i did hear i listened to the um dane on the presser afterwards and somebody asked a question about it and his answer was you got to give it to Oliveira first yeah, um, I think I'm. I think I'd rather see Gaethje before Oliveira, but it sounds like Oliveira's the next one. Yeah, um, in a in a Islam interview, they asked him about um, Usman Nurmagomedov, the champ at 55 in Bellator. Yep, and with things happening in Bellator right now, you mean not happening? Yeah, th yeah. Well, things are happening. Yeah, just not as Bellator. Yeah, uh, I guess. PFL would own his contract, but if there's a way for him to end up in the UFC, Islam was saying, he mentioned it in like a kind of undertone that he would finish doing his thing at 55 and maybe go to welterweight and let, let Usman, Usman fight there. So is he, is he almost saying, I'm not, I'm not willing to fight Usman? Yeah, they said would, they would not fight each other. Okay. He said he would, one of them would move one. He said he would wait. You know, Usman would wait. Okay. Uh, so... He's young, yeah, and uh, he said he's he said he's very good. He said there's a handful of guys in the gym that give him a hard time in the cage, yeah, and uh, he's one of them. Um, during Dana's presser, somebody made the comment that I guess uh, um, Showtime has announced that they are no longer in the boxing pay per view or or MMA, or MMA which means my. My Showtime subscription's going to be canceled. You and me both. I'm, I, I don't need, need Showtime both. after that, you yeah, know. Um, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what's what's next. I don't I, – we've talked about it before. There's nothing planned after 301 on their on their website. Yeah, it's know. not going to happen. And, and uh, they were supposed to make an announcement on the 16th, and that came and went. And uh, everyone's just kind of in limbo. It sucks big time. Yeah. I'm super bummed. You know, I – no matter what anyone says, like I loved being at the, with that organization yeah. with Lucas. Um, it, the people were great. the The atmosphere was great. The shows were great. You know, it was it was awesome. It was a great product. Yeah, for sure. I just went to the UFC with Tim. You know, I, I know what it's like. I fought in the UFC a long time ago. I I've been that route. Um, Bellator was awesome. Like I, I loved fighting for or having Lucas fight for them. Um, so, I, and I really wanted Tyler to 
to debut there and yeah. like Luke did and, and fight his career there. Big things are going to happen now. Big changes, you know, changes yep. we weren't anticipating. Um, my issue with going to the PFL is are we going to be in another organization that may or may not be here in three years, four years, yeah. you know? And at that point, you know who's going to always be there. Yep. Right? So did we go there? You know, what What, what are the options? What are the chance? What are the – we don't know anything yet. We can't have that conversation. PFL <clears throat> is is on ESPN. That's that's their – that's who their contract is yep. with. Is that right? Is yeah. ESPN. So as long as – as long as they keep that, which, like you said, you never know. Um, right. But I do feel like it's it's a consolidation, and it, it's shocking to me. When you think about PFL and Bellator from the outside looking in, it feels like Bellator is the bigger name. And oh, it's, 100%. It's better, better product. It's, better it's, car, uh, better roster. Right. But PFL is going to end up absorbing. The smaller companies can end up absorbing the bigger company, right. which is which is a little baffling to me. So, Yeah. I, I was... I got to be honest, I, I was looking forward to this fight, this card, and when I got my car to go home, I was just like, that was, kind of, that was weird. The whole thing was just, it this was just UFC weird. Card? This UFC oh, yeah, card. Yeah, yeah, and weird. obviously, like for me, starting off with watching Tim, not. I didn't really care about anything after that. Yeah, yeah. That was the, the rest of my night, which is like, like, whatever, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, That's all we got. Yep. Thank you guys for watching. Let us know what you think in the comments. It's all over, just like that.